The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum, assalamu alaikum. That is a bit of Nadir Khan, a bit of Allah who, and of course, as I did say, we will hopefully be trying to get through to someone who did the Three Peaks Challenge. And we've got Brother uh, brother Rahim calling in, inshallah. Let's quickly get to Brother Rahim. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, Brother Tariq. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, I'm very well, mashallah. And of course, uh, thank you so much for calling in, firstly, uh, Brother Rahim. Uh, and secondly, of course, we spoke... Uh, in great detail last week, whole last week, of course, uh, to various uh, people who were doing the the Three Peaks Challenge. Uh, and Alhamdulillah, you are one of them. Uh, and I believe you actually completed it within the 24 hours. Alhamdulillah, yes, I did manage to complete it within 24 hours. Subhanallah, absolutely amazing. Uh, I was actually, uh, on, on Monday, I was actually speaking to uh, Brother Yasser and, of course, uh, a Big T, who, of course, went with you guys as, as a driver. And to be honest, uh, for someone who actually, I mean, d- does quite a few of these challenges and stuff, uh, the Three Peaks Challenge itself and the the way it's, you I mean, uh, location-wise, the three locations of the three mountains and stuff, uh, and the timing, not necessarily just the climb, but even going in between, I personally thought would make it uh, logistically uh, very close to impossible near, I mean, uh, to do. But again, you guys have made it possible, Swanla. Uh, how, how did you find the climb? Alhamdulillah. I mean, uh, I, I did Kilimanjaro six months ago. Six and, months uh, ago, Swanla. Yeah, and Brother Yasser set a really high expectation for me. And he said, you're going to do it. But uh, Alhamdulillah, the, the energy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created for us, and the force of the people who are making dua for us, that led to what we did. Subhanallah. And uh, the, the brothers who we climbed with, I think we mentally, some of them physically, carried each other. Subhanallah, absolutely amazing. Uh, I wish somebody physically carried me, and that, that might that <laughs> might actually work. Uh, I don't know how much the mental carrying would work, but three peaks. I think uh, I think one of the key things I think the listeners really need to get their head around, and I think again you can maybe uh, give us a, a, a bit more of a, a clarity on the on the timing itself. It's not necessarily just the climb. I think what the listeners need to understand is obviously I think around about three p.m. on Saturday you started the first climb of Ben Nevis, and for those people who've yeah. done uh, the like of Ben Nevis, maybe uh, Snowdon uh, and other mountains, you'll realize how high these mountains are and on what kind of average time. To be honest, when I was speaking to the listeners uh, previously, I was assuming that each mountain would generally take uh, a minimum of around about three hours up and three hours down. Uh, And I thought that was kind of an average time of of somebody who could actually do that quite easily. So three hours up, three hours down, and obviously that's six hours per mountain. That's 18 hours gone just on the mountain if we go by that time and then that just leaves you another six hours within that 24 hours and the traveling in between uh, is obviously uh, a lot longer please tell us uh, the actual uh, the journey itself and the, and the times that you guys did so the, obviously we had an itinerary of uh, all the what was going to happen from uh, from the start to the end and what time we, we sort of expect to finish the travel what time we're looking to start to travel but like you, like you know nothing is in our control Allah controls everything of course. So uh, we, we were either five minutes ahead or ten minutes behind. And uh, the first climb that we did, I think we started around about eight past three. The, 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 the idea was always to start at bang on three o'clock, but we must have started eight past three, but with a bit of stretches, a bit of crossing the bridge uh, across the hostel that we were staying. So I think the kickoff was around about eight past three. That took us up couple, uh, sorry, Ben Nevis and down. Uh, I think the first group that made it, the first person must have completed it in four hours and 25 minutes. 
Up and down. Up and down. Four hours. Subhanallah. In four hours and twenty-seven minutes. Subhan, that is quick. Subhanallah. I imagine you didn't start. You didn't wait. I don't know. I've never been to the top of uh, Ben Nevis, but at the top of Snowden, there's a cafe. I imagine you didn't stop for a cup of tea. <laughs> nah, nah, we didn't have the time to do that. <laughs> it was an leisure one this time. If you remember, in 2017, we went up Snowden. And, you know, it was a leisure one, taking a couple of selfies, enjoy the scenery. Exactly. This time, unfortunately, it wasn't, it wasn't the case. It was literally getting the job done. Subhanallah. So four hours, 25 minutes up and down, which is, to be yeah. honest, for me, I thought that was, that was I mean, not going to be possible. Obviously, uh, for people who, who know, who've done these mountains, Ben Nevis is, is, is a couple of hundred meters higher than Snowden. Uh, obviously, for yeah. someone like yourself who's actually done Snowden and, uh, and Ben Nevis, and obviously Kilimanjaro itself, the climb of Ben Nevis itself, is, is it easier than, than Snowden? Uh, what's, what's it like in comparison to, to Kilimanjaro? On paper... Uh, ben Nevis looks easier. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Ben Nevis looks much harder than than uh, Snowden. But what happens is, if you put all three challenges, I mean, all three peaks together, because you're drained energy, mentally, physically, they're equally difficult. Because okay. you start with high energy levels at Ben Nevis, by the time you come down, you're drained, and you're thinking, oh, Scaffold Pike is only a couple of hundred meters lower than the other one, than the Ben Nevis. You're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll hack that one. By the time you come down that one, you're like, oh yeah, that was same as Ben Nevis. Time you climb, you come down. Your energy levels are drained, so you equally. They all three of them. I think they're equally difficult. Of course, the other the other problem also sometimes you have, of course, when there's twenty brothers climbing and each uh, one of them, of course, in their own I mean physical capacity, uh, it's, it's probably you I mean very difficult to stay together. Did you actually manage to stay together in groups, or were you like waiting around for each other? Or was it just like keep going and obviously whoever follows follows? No, we, we did uh, try to stick together. I mean, we didn't lose the sight of any, any, any person. So we made sure, obviously, each individual has been taken care of, whether it's obviously with a, another individual. So there they, they were a team of two minimum of two individuals together, so at least they knew they, 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 they're accompanying each other. Um, also, the, the, the guy that we took with us, uh, Brother Bilal, he is one of the fantastic guys that I've ever come across, to be honest. SubhanAllah. Uh, what he planned, he did not think that he will be able to execute and I think he was able to achieve some of his personal best Alhamdulillah. You're right. He is. He's. I think he was the same guy who took us up Snowden. He is amazing, Swarna. Right. And actually, yeah. in one of the conversations I had with him while we were going up Snowden, uh, I was saying to him, obviously, I mean, this is this is really difficult. And you I mean, what, what's your average day like? He goes, today actually, so it's a bit of a slow day. I'm, I'm doing this now. Uh, and on, on an average day, he goes, I would normally come up Snowden around about six o'clock in the morning, uh, leave the first group up here, go back down, bring up another one, and I would normally on a, on a busy day, I would do Snowden three times. No, that's one of serious, and that's actually something that he he can quite easily do uh, on on a, on a busy day, as he said. Uh, so to be honest, he's, he's amazing, mashallah. Uh, and again, very uh, used to the to, to the mountains. Again, you need somebody to 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 have someone like that, of course, for health and safety as well. Uh, and then again, one of the other problems I'm sure you also faced was the travel time in between the mountains. What, what was that? What was that journey like? Uh, the journey, alhamdulillah, you know, um, Allah plans the best, but the journey was absolutely. Fine, because, uh, you know, I must give credit to the drivers, uh, Brother Tassa, Brother Tariq, uh, Brother Azhar, who was giving him company, the drivers, you know, keeping him awake and stuff. They were absolutely brilliant. Uh, the roads were clear. We did not face any sort of, uh, you know, uh, detours or anything like that. So we were getting to point A to B pretty much on time.
Alhamdulillah, that's excellent. Again, that can also uh, be a big hindrance when you when you're up against time. Uh, and again, we got we got a couple just a, a minute or so left, uh, Brother Rahim, before we go to the break. Uh, and just finally, of yeah. course, that feeling when when of course you you came down Snowden uh, and to know, of course, that you've done it within 24 hours. What was that feeling like? I think for for me, it was uh, it was a feeling of uh, we 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 did it, and we did it for the people uh, behind the school. Uh, the children, the young adults who use the FOB uh, facility, and it was for them. Uh, every every step we took, every uh, every uh, mile or whatever we covered, uh, every height that we covered, it was purely for them. Most definitely, I, th- I think you guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, again, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not aware of many people who would actually, you mean, uh, go for a challenge like this, and to be able to complete it as well, three peaks in 24 hours is, is, uh, to be honest, like I said, I, I personally thought it was impossible, but it's absolutely amazing to know that you've achieved that. So, uh, again, thank you so much for calling in uh, this morning, Brother Rahim, and, and sharing your journey with us. Uh, may Allah bless you guys uh, for, of course, doing this. And again, as uh, you, you, of course, you, you keep saying yourself, and of course. We We've been seeing all last week. The most important thing is, of course, the cause. Uh, and I know not you. I know you guys uh, are still, of course, collecting money. So for those people uh, who who have not donated as yet, please do so. Uh, and it's clear now. We've spoken to Brother Rahim. Clear evidence there in front of you. The brother completed the three peaks within uh, 24 hours. Alhamdulillah, which was the actual challenge, uh, which is absolutely amazing. Brother Rahim, just quickly before you leave, a quick word for the listeners in regards to donations. Uh, we, we still find that not many people actually understand what Three Peaks is. Uh, we were talking among the brothers uh, during the journeys, uh, between the tra- travels between the mountains. They're like, oh, some of our, some of our parents, some of our uh, previous generations didn't understand what Three Peaks is and they don't understand the challenge. And plus, not many people know what FOB is. So I think uh, for me is uh, try and find out as much as you can about FOB, either by visiting Inspire FM or by going to their website directly, try to find out what exactly they do uh, and who they do it for. I mean, you could, it, it could be so close to home and you don't know. So go and visit the website, go visit uh, whatever information you could get regarding FOB. I think that will give you the courage or some sort of inspiration to say, you know what, I can go in and dip in my, my, my hands into my pockets and, and give something. Most definitely. Beautifully said there, my dear brother. Thank you so much. And I can hear that obviously you, I, I assume you're traveling to work. So pray you have a, a safe journey and, of course, a good day at work. Thank you so much. Uh, and may Allah bless you and reward you for your efforts for, for Friends of Bright Eyes. Thank you so much. That was Brother Rahim Marshall. Absolutely amazing, of course, uh, uh, tr- track. We're going to talk a little bit more about this after the break. But again, three peaks in 24 hours. Not easy, my dear sisters. I thought it was impossible. They have showed me it's possible. We'll talk more after the break. Please do not go anywhere. We'll be back straight after this. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Let's go to my dear brother Wajid. Brother Wajid, Assalamu alaikum. Oh, wa alaikum assalam, How are you, my dear brother? Uh, alhamdulillah, bro. Alhamdulillah. Excellent, excellent. Weather, but yeah, okay. <laughs> it wasn't actually too long ago, just uh, last week, in fact, last Tuesday, uh, you actually uh, sat here in front of me and we were having this conversation about the Three Peaks Challenge uh, and how, to be honest, I personally thought, uh, and I, I think you said it yourself, it's not called the Three Peaks Challenge. It should be called the Crazy Challenge because it is absolutely crazy trying to do uh, all that in uh, 24 hours and you uh, felt that that was <laughs> 
going to be uh, extremely difficult. And to be honest, personally, although I may not have said it, I may not, uh, I didn't really want to put anyone's spirits down. Personally, Brother Rajid, I thought it should be called the impossible challenge because uh, I honestly thought that the logistics of going from A to B and the timing and everything, I thought it's going to be impossible for you guys to do. But I believe you are one of the nine brothers who actually managed to complete that. Is, is that correct? Yeah, uh, yes, well, uh, that's correct. Um, don't ask me how I done it. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, you know, when you say impossible and crazy, that's the kind of words we used. It genuinely was impossible and crazy. And crazy is it, like you said, so many things can go wrong. Well, actually, many things need to go right for you to do it in twenty-four hours. Literally, everything has to be in your favor. That's how sort of like difficult it was subhanallah and all, I, I just spoke to brother rahim uh just of course prior to the break uh, and as you said it's a, it's not a situation or it's not a, as easy as just being physically fit to climb that and think yep yeah, so as long as i can climb that uh, i could i can obviously make sure i can do it within 24 hours there are so many factors from from traveling from a to b the drivers being on point the vehicle that you're traveling and being on point as well as the team when you're traveling with 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 20 people and i believe uh, when i was speaking to brother yasa on on Monday, I think one of the uh, the the main reasons uh, uh, the rest of the brothers uh, actually, I mean, were not able to come down with the second minibus behind you guys because they were actually waiting for a particular brother uh, who was actually, uh, you mean, seriously injured. How, how is he, by the way, now? He's, um, I think, he's still recovering. Uh, he's, I think, basically, it, it was. Uh, I think there was more than one guy. It's okay. literally this. It's like this when you start Ben Nevis. That first hour on Ben Nevis is is an incline, is a climb, and it's so hard. You, you within half an hour, in your mind, is saying to you that listen, just forget it. This is too much because you're already sort of like in a situation where you're tired, your legs are feeling it, you're sweating so much, and then you're questioning yourself. You're like thinking, all right, you know what? If this is the first half an hour. And, tell, and let me tell you something, Tariq. You do not want to look up. If, oh, I, no. if you look up, you can't even see the summit. Summit is not even there. You could just see the next sort of like milestone you need to get to. Mm. And, it, and it, it will play. So many things will come in your brain, you know. But you just have to literally put your head down. The, way, the only way I've done it, obviously, is make the water and make me successful in this, make the brothers uh, successful and then you know your mind needs to be strong because like you said it's not just about your physical ability uh, you just need number one you just need to be focused one track mind and just carry on and you know there's parts there that are really dangerous it's not just the thing about your physical ability there's dangers there as well it's, it's not as uh, people might think it's, it's safe but it's not so many things can go you could slip on one of them rocks we, there was a and there was an incident there where we, while I was climbing up Ben Nevis, I see some guys, they were bringing a stretcher. It had a wheel on the bottom. I saw that. a guy on there. Yeah, so and there was a, a rescue helicopter. Because, you know, if you injure yourself or hurt yourself on one of these uh, mountains, uh, mountain rescue can't just come and just, uh, you know, uh, land the helicopter there and just take you. It doesn't work like that. There's no safe spot mm. to land. So literally, them guys were bringing the guy down on the stretcher. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's very difficult. 
It is. It's, 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 it's like you said, to be honest, it's, it's very dangerous. Uh, and one of the things, uh, just thinking about it now, to be honest, which uh, I've never seen and uh, I'm not sure if, uh, if we'll ever see, uh, is the fact that, of course, when people are climbing these kind of mountains, uh, whether there's actually a need for wearing helmets. Because as you said, if somebody was to slip, and to be honest, uh, uh, I, I didn't share this uh, last week purely because I, I didn't really want to scare you guys. And I thought it's not it's not needed. Uh, even obviously uh, a week. Uh, it's not needed, of course. I mean, a few days before you guys go, uh, one of my family members is an ex- extended family uh, member. Uh, I believe it must have been about seven, maybe eight years ago, maybe longer, uh, who was actually climbing, uh, climbing uh, Ben Nevis. And he, he went with his uh, sister and a couple of cl- schoolmates. And uh, as they were actually climbing, what they found was the weather was deteriorating uh, really yeah. badly. And uh, uh, it was it was a situation where it was, it was snowing and it was really windy. And a lot of the people were coming down as they were climbing up, saying to them, it's not safe to climb. You better make your way down. Uh, and and, and the, his friends and his sister started to make their way down. But he said, I just want to go a little further because I was thinking I mean, I, 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 I mean I've come all this way here now I want to go a little further and then I, I'll join you guys back at the the, I mean, the, the, the point at, the, at the, where we started so he decided yeah. to go a little further the friends all and the sister went back down they were waiting for him at the start waiting 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 and there was there was no sign of him uh, and again yeah. uh, then obviously where the various people that were coming down they were they were asking them did you see him anyway and they said yeah we saw somebody walking walking up uh, but you I mean we, we don't ask to where he was uh, obviously I mean, night came and I mean, uh, they, they were now extremely concerned spoke to mountain rescue uh, and they said obviously I mean, we can we can get the the, the helicopter up and we can search uh, but obviously the, the, like you said the conditions have to be uh, appropriate for them to search when you've got a, a yeah. near enough a blizzard going on and you've got snow and everything how are they able to even see anything and not only put, put their own safety at risk obviously of going up in that condition so they uh, for, uh, they, they actually searched for him for about three days on the mountain rescue wow. and at the end they said so to be honest we, we can't do any more we, we honestly don't know uh, at what part of the mountain he may be at, or where he is, or what's going on. Uh, the, his father then actually said, "You mean for hired a private uh, helicopter and said to him, listen, you mean we need to continue searching.' And I think it was maybe fourth or fifth day uh, when when a bit of sunshine came down and a bit of the snow started to melt, and they could just see his hand coming out of the snow. Uh, and what had actually happened once? You I mean obviously uh, they, they they found him and stuff was the fact that he was actually climbing, and obviously there was there was a you mean a, a build up of snow uh, by this time now because obviously been snowing for a little time and his foot slipped on one of the rocks he fell backwards hit his yeah. head on the rock he was obviously uh, uh, completely out from there straight away his hand was slightly up but obviously as it snowed on top he got covered in the snow so when the when the uh, the, the helicopters were up and looking if he was obviously uh, standing up or if he was you mean obviously waving around and stuff helicopter could see him and obviously they could go pick him up because he was flat out on the on the ground with snow all covered all over him he was found about five days later and uh, the, uh, whether the, he died instantly of course uh, uh, of because of the the hit on the on the head, or whether it was due to the cold later, uh, Allah alam. But again, this is somebody actually who I mean, uh, this was a young a young guy, maybe I think 23, 24 years old, who actually lost his life uh, on the mountain. So uh, it, it's not a joke at all. And to be honest, for you guys, and one of the videos which really concerned me, uh, uh, brother Waj, was when you guys were actually climbing Scaffold Pike, and it was full of water. There were streams flowing through. All I could see was very little with your headlights. And you were actually climbing that past 2 a.m. 
and you've got these streams and the rocks are wet, uh, making it much more chance of you slipping. How how what were you what were the thoughts going through your mind when you're climbing that? Literally, you know, from what it looked like, pitch dark. You know, <clears throat> through this whole uh, experience. I'm not a guy that makes videos and stuff. I don't do that kind of stuff. I'm not a social media kind of guy. But I thought, you know what? For myself, I'm going to document, you know, from the journey from my house and each peak and everything while we do it. And uh, so I actually done that. So <clears throat> if you see my video on Scaffold Pike, like Scaffold Pike, I never want to see that place again. <laughs> it, it, you, 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 know, you know, we talk about danger. That place, Climbing it in the in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. Like you said, you know them rocks. They're like jagged rocks. They're all edged rocks. You 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 haven't got a flat place to really put your foot. Subhanallah. So you're climbing at 2 a.m. and you've got these head head headlights on, and basically you're not really seeing. You can't actually because you can't actually see what's ahead of you properly. It's just it's just you know you, you, it's just a bit of guesswork. All right, yeah, here I put my foot here. I put my foot here, and it, that. Place. And like you said, weather changing. When we climbed Scarford Pike and we got to the top, as we were getting towards the top, the you know, like half an hour before we got to the summit, the weather did change. It became like there was no visibility. So obviously, I was one of the guys that was towards the back because I was struggling. Um, there was me, uh, another two guys with me, and they were sort of like following me. But I was because there's little paths that go up, so you have to stick to the paths. I had already, I couldn't even see where the path was. I was like just walking on anything, so like, and it wasn't even the path. So we'd lost visibility with uh, Bilal, the guide, and the other guys that were ahead of us. So, but but in the end, so but the, our guide, you know what, mashallah, I want to give a big shout out to our guide Bilal. Uh, yeah, he was amazing. You know, to do this kind of thing in 24 hours. Your guide has to be spot on, and this guy, mashallah, was unbelievable. You know, he gave me a radio, so I radioed him, and I said, look, we can't see where you guys are. Yeah, so, you know, can you give us a sign or stop or something? And and, and luckily they did, so they, they stopped to wait for us, and then eventually uh, we did see uh, the sort of like lights they had on their head and stuff. But that was really dangerous. And when we got to the summit, it, it was just quickly, summit, take one photo with the folk, uh, flag and stuff, and it was straight down uh, because it was it was it was it was it it turned really cold. Uh, it was very blistery, and there was no visibility. Is this was Scaffold Point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and it was you know that that Sorry, one is dangerous, very dangerous. So out of the three peaks, uh, brother Baj, uh, again you you've, you're talking about your experience on 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 Scaffold Pikes. What which which mountain would you say was probably the the, the most difficult for you? You know what? After Scaffold Pike, I was a broken man. I, I, I just—I'll be honest with you. There, um, you know, I can—I can sit here and talk to you and make it out that I was so good, and then you know, I done Scaffold Pike and I was fine, but I wasn't. If 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 thoughts that were going through my head after I finished Scaffold Pike, yeah, because it was like, Wajid, your body is done now. You cannot continue with this. But you know what? I didn't want to tell the other guys. I mean, everyone was in pain. Believe me, everyone was in pain after scaffold pike, and everyone was hurting. But I think I was hurting the most. I had a chest infection, uh, my feet, ankles, legs, everything. But 
in my mind, you know, I was like, and I had a chest infection. So, like, luckily, uh, brother Bilal, he gave me uh, a puff on his uh, asthma inhaler. That must have helped. But at that point, I was broken, man. I, I thought that, you know what, my body's given up. There's no way I can continue now. But, you know, Spanla, I made dua. We went to sleep, managed to get about an hour of kip. After I woke up after that hour, that kind of excruciating pain, I wasn't in it. And I was like, hold on a minute. You know what? It's not as bad as before. And I thought, you know, I've done two now. The other lads, they were all, you know, like, they were in pain, but they were just psyched up. They were like, you know what? We're going to just hit the third peak now, and we're just going to get it done and dusted. So, you know, and that's sort of like the same way. Once I woke up, had the rest, I felt better. And I thought, yep, that's it. Now let's go and do the third peak. SubhanAllah, absolutely amazing. Uh, brothers, uh, listeners, uh, you're listening to, of course, our dear brother Waj, of course, uh, explaining to us uh, his, uh, SubhanAllah, amazing journey, uh, of course, of on the Three Peaks. Uh, to be honest, uh, brother Waj, uh, I, I personally uh, cannot believe that this was uh, this was uh, achieved, uh, and especially within 24 hours. I think you guys have done an absolutely amazing job. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you guys. And like you said, I think uh, uh, apart from the the physical fitness is far is far beyond that and of course it's the, it's the mental uh, again uh, the challenges and the uh, and uh, and again the, the strength to keep going uh, and like you said to be honest like it's similar i only did the mount snowden uh, last year and we walked up this road for about a mile or two and we walked up this road which is a, a completely uh, uh, really really uh, uh, smooth road and it was, it was a really difficult obviously with a mountain sometimes you have at least a few like they'll uh, you have sometimes grass rocks and stuff and you have something to step on the smooth road was really really difficult to walk on and when we yeah. walked up the uh, around about an hour on that uh, and then brother Bilal was actually the, the the guide was with us and he goes now we're starting the climb and I was like well what was all that then was that just warming yeah, up yeah. and it literally That's was right. just warming up and I was like, okay, well, thanks for that. Why couldn't we bring the vehicle up here? And we possibly could have done, but we didn't. But uh, and then again, literally, like you said, that that, that initial start you had with uh, Ben Nevis. Then when you start thinking to yourself, Subhanallah, is this really for me? Because the I've just walked uh, an hour and I am physically finished. And he's telling yeah. me the mountain is starting now. So what was all that behind? So you're right to be able to continue from there. And again, that was just the, the one peak, Subhanallah. But I think you guys uh, did an absolutely amazing job. Uh, and I'm sure, uh, uh, I'm sure, my dear brother, one of the the key things, of course, uh, which was probably keeping you guys going, uh, was of course the fact that, of course, the the cause itself. Uh, and again, I I, mean, I continuously, you uh, mean, uh, saw your uh, saw your uh, videos that you're coming in, and you're continuously reminding people the the reasons why you're doing this. How important was the cause? You mean personally to you, and of course as a group, uh, and to give you that uh, that motivation, that encouragement, and strength to keep going. You know. The cause, why we're doing it for, they're the reasons why none of the guys there were willing to give up. They were willing to go through the pain because it, it, it literally was pain and torture that you're literally going through, yeah? And it's a test of character for yourself. You actually, in this challenge, it, it's that difficult that you actually learn life lessons. So you learn about yourself as a person, as a being, what you know it's it's really amazing and obviously the cause was the focal point for everyone this is the reason i mean you spoke to me on the morning when we were on the journey and you heard how i was like you know obviously maybe to you seemed overexcited but you know that was literally how it was for all of us we were so pumped that you know 
we're going to go and we're going to do. That's literally how, but that's because, you know, the guys here, the guys with FOB, the guys that volunteer, the guys that went on uh, the Three Peaks Challenge, you know, they are desperate to get this disability centre open for these children. So, you know, by, you know, as they say, by hook or by crook, it, it, it was like that, that, you know, we're just going to do it no matter what it takes. And we're going to show the public of Luton that, look, we're going to go put ourselves through all this, but we want you guys to come and donate and because it's 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 an amazing cause most definitely participate in it yeah so but i just want to mention one thing you know when i said when you climb these three peaks you learn life lessons yep you know and and i want to tell you what i learned yeah bismillah you got about a minute Uh, or two minute or so left yeah i'll make it quick bismillah you 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 learn that when you're in a situation that's so desperate and it's so dire and you've got nothing and no one you only have Allah. And that's when you know and you make dua and you know only Allah can help you and only also learn that your mind is such a powerful thing that your your body's given up but your mind's saying, Listen, no, I've got a mission to accomplish, I've got something to do. The body needs to keep going. So, you know, is it it's 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 for people out there to realise that, you know, us as people, as humans First, we have to rely on Allah. And number two, our mind is so strong. Let's not put negativity into our mind and say, no, I can't do this. No, I can't do that. Let's put positivity. And even when your body is totally finished, you like my body is finished, but you know what? I still is on the third peak because my mind kept my body going. It said, no, you're not going to give up. And that's how we need to be as people. You know, we can achieve amazing things if we think like that. Subhanallah. Beautifully said. That was, uh, if, I, if there's uh, ever motivation you need, that's the motivation there. Alhamdulillah. Absolutely amazing, uh, Brother Waj. Uh, a massive, massive uh, congratulations, of course, for completing this, which, to be honest, uh, uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's uh, something that you'd probably do once in a lifetime uh, if you're able yeah. to do it. Alhamdulillah. You, uh, may Allah bless you guys. Uh, may Allah accept it from you, the efforts you made, Alhamdulillah, uh, in this amazing course. And again, it's going to go a, a massive, massive distance to, to creating uh, something amazing for the children in Inshallah. May Allah bless you guys. Thank you so much for your time, Brother Waj. Uh, I'm sure we'll catch up soon. And uh, may Allah accept this from you uh, and all the guys as well, Inshallah. Jazakallah. Exactly. That was, of course, talking to Brother Wajid, Mashallah. Absolutely amazing there. Uh, the, of course, his his journey and his his uh, I mean his thoughts on that and, and what motivational uh, speech there, Mashallah. Absolutely amazing where he's giving that motivation uh, of, of course, uh, the amazing uh, achievements and 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 if you mind if you put your mind to it, you can achieve it. Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah uh, for listening, uh, brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for all your messages this morning. May Allah bless you guys. Forgive me for anything wrong. Jazakallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.